Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is a daily podcast discussing the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Today is Wednesday, and I like to talk on Wednesdays about issues in finances that relate strictly to women. Um, again, like on the online, this is like Women Crush Wednesday, and I'd like to discuss women's financial issues on Wednesdays, kind of correlating to what we're discussing here as far as financial emancipation. So talking about women and finances will always be something I'm very passionate passionate about because one, I am a woman. And I also see from knowing women and from being a person who works in high level management is that what the way in which women approach earning money um, and approach salaries and have been taught or um, kind of just we've, we've all been in some ways expected to defer to whomever is offering us money as the person who knows the best and and kind of like it comes down to a little bit of what society has deemed who um, where men are in, in leadership positions and men earn more money than women for doing the same work. And we still have that very, you know, sad issue going on as far as the gender pay gap. And so quite often women are not in, don't, don't feel empowered to speak up in the workplace about the salaries that they earn, um, the salaries they deserve. Um, often women take, take jobs and do work um, and early in their career for a lower salary than they should. And that carries with them throughout their career, whereas they continuously and and are always getting paid less than what they should because it starts very early in their careers when they don't feel quite empowered to speak up and demand the salary that they deserve. And so there are many issues around um, women and finances. Again, the big one being the gender pay gap where, you know, there are people who will argue with you and who have argued with me. Um, about the gender pay gap as it relates to women of color stating that you know black women uh, and the the, the pay gap between black women and black men that black women earn more than black men so that there's not a gender pay gap I'm not going to have that debate here Um, but the reality is that for the same job that a man will a, a woman will earn 75 cents to every dollar a man earns to do the same work you can't compare when people aren't doing the same work, but um, if you're doing the same job and in the same career, th- those are the facts, right? And so you get into the issue of race, you get into the issue of gender, and you combine all those things together and you turn out to see that when it comes to finances and black women particularly, you are seeing a, a, an increased effort of black women attending college and university, you're seeing an an increased effort of black women pushing forward in their careers. And then you have this kind of wall that gets hit as it relates to salary based on gender and race. And so we as black women have to be a little more, put a little more effort into working in spaces and earning the money that we should be earning as it relates to the effort we're putting in, the jobs that we do and the careers that we're in. Um, I talked about, um, had a whole episode about salary negotiations, how you should work through salary negotiations when you're actually looking to earn, to to take a new position and um, also salary negotiations when you're already at the job and you're looking for a raise. And those are critically important for women specifically because a lot of times women tend to, to kind of shy away from the conversation about salaries and 
you know, are afraid, usually often, usually women will say a range. Someone will ask you, what is your salary requirement? And you'll say a range. That is an effort and a kind of a socialized effort to kind of be amenable and be flexible. And, you know, when it comes to salary, you don't need to be amenable and flexible. You need to be clear about what it is that you want. So I've always told people, and I tell women specifically, that when you are asked a question about your salary requirement, you should say what your salary requirement is. If your salary requirement is $75,000, you should say that. The, the, and it should be a period on the end of that sentence. And at that point, a person will only then tell you yes or no. And if the answer is no, you should move on. If the answer is yes, you accept the position. And so understand your own, understanding your own value, your worth, and knowing that you can move forward and ask for what you want. Um, also, women, particularly younger women, particularly women of color as well, tend to not apply for jobs that they don't already have all of the qualifications for. So this is something that, again, women in general do, and this is something very separate from men. So women will see a job that, that has a certain requirements. They'll go down the list, check off everything that they have, and then feel comfortable to apply for a job. Men, on the other hand, will see a job that looks like something they could possibly do. They've never really done it before. It may be in the range of what they've done, and they will still go ahead and apply for it. And quite often, they will get the job. So this is, again, this is societal, this is based on sexism and all these things, but women will, women will often hold themselves back from positions that could be good for them in the future by not, by only applying to jobs for which they already have all of the credentials. So if you're a woman and you already have all of the credentials for a job, then how is that job going to grow you? You know, you've already done all of the work. And so being willing to step out into a job where, or, or, or apply for a job where you may not check off every box is something that will help you advance into, in your career. But it's something that we've been socialized to not do. Can you do the job already is what women ask. And men say, can I learn? Can I get there? And that's important. So it's salary negotiations. It's the type of jobs that we apply to. And there's also another factor, and there's a New York Times article that was released in, um, in early February that talked about what, what one of the biggest factors in the gender pay gap has to do with when children arrive. And when women have children, um, and when you particularly their first child, that is when their careers, their career earnings usually go stagnant and the pay gap increases. So there's a pay gap between women between amongst women, between women who have children and women who do not have children, and there's a pay gap between men and women, men and men and women who don't have children, and men and women who do have children. The the gap between men and women who do have children is even larger because often, unfortunately, companies businesses will will um, kind of level off. A woman who has a child and also women, the way in which they, they, they move forward in the workplace can change because they have responsibilities outside of the work and things that they didn't have prior to having the child. And depending on the workspace, that can have an impact on them that kind of makes their, their earnings stagnant, which is all not fair and not okay. And it's something that doesn't impact fathers when they have children. So these are just things. I mean, I don't have all the answers to how we fix the gender pay gap or the pay gap between women and who have children and men and women who don't have children. I don't know how we fix that, but I think it's important to know that these things exist because these are things that play into your financial freedom. And so when I talk about all of these kind of things that don't seem directly correlated to you know, saving and, and all of those things. The reason I talk about these things 
is because your earnings and your career and how you earn money and how outside forces impact how you earn money are really important and critical to your financial freedom because the beginning of the story starts with how much money do you earn. And so if as, lo- as, lo- as long as we're talking about those things, we're still talking about how to get to your financial emancipation. It's just we have to understand how the game is played, how we, which role we play in the game, how we can adjust, change, and make different moves that will help us to move forward so that we are earning the money that we should be earning for the work we're putting in. And then we can talk about what do we do with that money after we're earning it. So it's really complex and it's very complex for women in money, women and finances. It's that much more complex because of the fact that there are these gender pay gaps. And I think women need to be encouraged and I will always encourage women to speak openly about money as it relates to salary negotiations that will help close the gender pay gap. Speaking openly about money in relationships with men that they have, whether they're friendships, you know, partners in in intimate relationships or even family members. And also being empowered by money and standing and stepping into the power that, that you have as you're earning and moving forward in your career. Being empowered by that rather than experiencing any level of shame as it relates to how much money you earn or where you, what your position is at work and how that power and, and being empowered by that, how, how it reflects in your life in front of your children, to your partners and in your family. So money is important and it's important for us to talk about money, important for women to have all the information as it relates to their money and important for women to feel like they have a voice as it relates to their salaries as it relates to the salary negotiations and as it relates to how their 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 careers formed post children and after they have a child how they should be able to feel empowered to use their voice to to speak to what they need and require to re-enter the workforce after after having a child and that their career trajectory should not be stalled or stopped because they've had a child which is something that further exacerbates the gender pay gap So today's episode was more so like informational, talking about things. I'll do that from time to time where we just kind of talk about something that where, again, I don't have all of the answers. I have suggestions for how women can help to increase their situation as it relates to salary, salary negotiations. But this is a larger societal issue that plays very heavily into financial freedom, financial freedom for all of us, but particularly financial freedom for women. So it, if you haven't already done so, please head on over to Instagram and follow me at Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Twitter at FIN Emancipation. Follow me on Facebook at Financial Emancipation. And there you can join the Facebook group. And in, in the Facebook group, we're having conversations. Don't forget that today is the fourth day of April, which puts us at the four days into the 30 day no shopping challenge. So if you're in that challenge, I hope it's going well. Um, I think one of the things I learned yesterday is again, out of sometimes distraction, I will look at shopping online. And I think that is something that I'm honing in on saying like, when I'm distracted, there are other things I can be doing besides kind of window shopping and trying to get myself focused on things that are important to me rather than window shopping. So this is becoming a very good challenge for me because it's helping me to focus my mental energy on things that actually I want to do and actually I want to have rather than window shopping online. That's stuff that I'm probably not even going to buy. So 
I hope it's being I thought I hope it's helping you and I hope that it's helping you to see your financial um, habits as it relates to shopping and maybe bringing you some sort of clarity as we go into the next into the first week of it. So we'll talk more about that in the in the financial emancipation Facebook group. So make sure you join. And if you have any questions for me, feel free to send me an email, financialemancipation at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening today, and I hope you'll be back tomorrow as we continue to discuss the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Have a great day.